Salam guys, I'm Mohsin. Welcome to this episode of Millionaire Muslim. Before we get into this episode, we just wanted to spend a few seconds telling you about Islamic Finance Guru or IFG for short. Mohsin and I co-founded IFG in 2015 because we couldn't find content about personal finance and Islamic finance for Muslims like you and I. Nowadays, alhamdulillah, we reach an audience of hundreds of thousands and our goal is to keep providing great content to help you guys. So if you're looking for halal investments and Islamic mortgages or startup funding, check us out at islamicfinanceguru.com. And if you want to get in touch with us directly, you can get me on mohsin at islamicfinanceguru.com and you can get Ibrahim on ibrahim at islamicfinanceguru.com. Enjoy the episode. Looking for a different approach to money? Meet Gatehouse Bank a Sharia-compliant UK bank built for the modern world. We help home buyers to purchase or refinance their home, provide buy-to-let funding for landlords, and offer award-winning savings accounts. Wherever you're going, get there a different way. Get there with Gatehouse. To find out more, visit gatehousebank.com. Before we dive in, I'd just like to say a quick thank you to our sponsor, PensionBee. They have helped over 70,000 customers be pension confident by helping them transfer their old pensions together into one simple online plan. They also have a great Sharia compliant pension option as well, which is why we personally really like them. And you can check out a review of their offering on the Sharia side on our website. Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. In this video, I'll share with you the story of how I beat the stock market by 27% annualized over four years, whilst the stock market in the same period declined by 3% on average. In July 2016, my mother-in-law gave me £3,200 and I invested that in the stock market. In March 2017, I gave her back £1,000 from the profits. And this year, in October 2020, I gave her back another £2,000 from the profits. So now, she gave me £3,000, I've given her back £3,000, and she still has well over £3,000 still invested. In other words, any returns she now makes are completely risk-free. So how on earth did I actually do that? In this video, I share with you four key things that helped me achieve that and deliver on this strategy. Number one, I explained the infrastructure and the brokers that I use because that's actually important for this strategy. Number two, I explained some of the stocks that I picked and give some reasoning as to why I picked some of them. Thirdly, I share with you four lessons that I've learned about investment strategy overall. And finally, I talk to you about what my current portfolio looks like to give you some ideas perhaps about what you could be investing in as well. But before we start, please do hit that subscribe button as if it's the buy signal for a really hot stock. Make sure you're subscribed and hit the bell notification icon as well as if that's a really hot stock to buy as well. I use Digiro for my stock portfolio because back in 2016, that was the cheapest broker out there. I've heard good things about trading 212 as well more recently. And the reason why I went for Digira was it was and still is about 60 to 80% cheaper than a mainstream broker like Hargreaves Glansdown or AJ Bell or others. And for my portfolio, which was only a small amount of money, £3,200, I didn't want it to be killed by the brokerage fees because the brokerage fees really, really add up over time. However, 
If you are going to invest a decent chunk of money, perhaps something over £15,000, and there is the risk that you could potentially end up with capital gains of more than 12300 then you should probably go for a mainstream broker like AJ Bell or Hargreaves Lansdowne are my two favourites. And the links for all of these guys are in the description below. And the reason why I say that is because then you can go for an ISA account and trade via that. And an ISA allows you to invest £20,000 into an ISA every single year and any profits that you make are completely tax-free. So if you're going to make an absolute killing on the stock market and make over 12,300, then you definitely want to be in an ISA wrapper and not give anything to the tax man. I invested mainly in the UK stock market, but these days with most brokers, you can invest basically in all the major stock markets around the world, particularly the US, uh, with no problems whatsoever. I invested in 13 different stocks over the course of the last four years. Here they all are. So of these stocks, I'm going to talk to you in particular about Serica, SQZ. This is a really top stock that Mohsin and I, my co-founder at Islamic Finance Guru, have been following since about 2015. And we actually picked it up when it was about 25, 30 pence. And we rode it until it became 90 pence and we sold some of it. And then I actually entered in this particular portfolio when Serica had come down to about 60p in 2018. And then I rode it all the way to about 120, 130p, and then I sold it. It's an absolutely fantastic stock that I have obviously a lot of warm feelings for. And if you look at the chart, you can see that um, it's been really consistent since about 2019. It's not really been going very much in, in either direction. And that's why I haven't really been holding it because all the action has taken place. The reasoning behind why we went for Serica is because we were looking for companies that had the huge potential for growth. And Serica happened to be a company that was making profits. It was really solid and it had a good reputation in the market. But most importantly, Serica had 30 million in cash just sat in their bank account, which basically meant that the big chunk of the share price was completely risk free. And we knew that people like BP were selling their assets in the North Sea at the time. And Serica, as someone who works very closely with BP and has other North Sea assets, was perfectly poised to be able to pick up some absolute bargains. And then that thesis actually came true because Serica bought some oil assets from BP and increased their oil production vastly as a result of that. And their share price shot up from 30p to 90p. And then afterwards it shot up to 120p. It was a great feeling to see our thesis play out as we wanted it to. Doesn't always happen, but when it does, enjoy it. So if you look at our portfolio, the other big company that we invested in has made us a lot of money, and we are still holding actually, is Ideagen. And Ideagen is a fantastic company that makes regulatory and compliance software. And just look at the stock market price that it has, the chart is just so beautifully consistently going upwards. It's a growth area, it's a really solidly run business, it makes increases in its revenue year on year, I mean, what is there to complain about? It's one of those classic, boring, but solid companies that we just love to invest in and forget about. And you probably come back in 50 years time and they will have continued this fantastic growth as well. But let's not just focus on the good performance, let's look at the worst performer as well. If you look, Kuv is our worst performer. And Kuv, I entered it at 50p and then I sold it at 30p and I made uh, a significant loss of around 30% on this investment. 
And the thesis behind Kuv was that it was going to be the Indian ASOS. Ultimately, of course, that didn't transpire. And that company is now currently in administration and the stock market price actually dropped to all the way down to 3.5p. So thank God I got out at the time that I did. Okay, so all of that is well and good, you might be thinking, great returns, but what are the lessons that we can actually learn from this? And I think there are four lessons looking back over this journey. First lesson is, I ran a fairly concentrated portfolio throughout this entire period. I mean, 13 stocks over the period of four years is pretty damn concentrated. And I think at most I ever had was like four, five or six stocks that I was holding in one particular point. And the reason why I did this was because my mother-in-law said to me, look, I don't particularly care about this 3,000 pounds. If it becomes a lot more, then great. If I lose it, then so be it. So I knew that I had that license to be quite high risk, high reward in my approach. And the companies that I looked for, I looked for companies that had that potential of really kicking on and becoming massive and having a multiple return on the investment that I was making. And I also had a really high conviction approach to investing as well. And that is still something that I do, which is I really had high conviction on companies like Ideagen, on Serica, on uh, Hotel Chocolat. And all of these companies, I put in uh, a thousand uh, or more sometimes into these companies. And the reason why I did that, given that it was only a portfolio of 3,000, was because I just had that high conviction and I had uh, a lot of research behind me that said that these companies were going to do well. And those happened to do quite well. I also didn't put high conviction uh, money into companies that were really high risk. So I didn't put a thousand pound into Couve, I put a thousand pound into Hotel Chocolat, which fundamentally is a good solid business with a growth strategy to it as well. Running a concentrated portfolio is not ideal for all portfolios. It is ideal in particular for people who are investing a limited sum of money because you know, for me, I think if I'm going to invest £3,000 and I lose all of that, then fundamentally, I've not really lost much opportunity cost. I can't buy a house with £3,000. I can't do very much of the big objectives I have with £3,000. But if that £3,000 turns into £10,000 or £20,000 over the course of three to five years, that is a game changer. That is deposit for an Islamic mortgage territory for me. And that's really something that I want to achieve. Secondly, if you look at the list of the returns that I've made according to this table, you'll see that it's really top heavy. The big winners have made lots of returns and then the, the losses that I've had have been relatively contained. And that is by design, that's for a reason. Because thankfully, because of the research and training I'd done, I knew that I needed to make sure that I let my winners run and I cut my losses ruthlessly. If you let your winners run and you cut your losses short, then that ultimately is a great way of setting up your portfolio for success over the long term. Think of it like taking lots of bites at different cherries, trying to pick the really sweet cherry. Now that you have actually picked a sweet cherry, when you bite into it, it's growing. The worst thing that you can do is just chuck away most of the cherry uneaten. No, you want to eat the entire damn cherry. The second thing that you can do is bite into a cherry that's bitter. And the worst thing that you can do is continue on and eat the entire bitter cherry right to the bitter end. Why would you do that? No, that's a cherry that you have to throw away and you have to keep the sweet one. Thirdly, I cut my losses in a very controlled and rule-based way. 
So Couve, as you noticed, I actually only held it for three months and I cut it as soon as it hit that 30% loss mark because once a stock goes below 30%, I just don't hold it. I don't care if I think that there might be a story where that stock might come up again or whatever. I just have that rule and I stick to it. And if you do that, you take out the emotion from your investing. And emotional investing is what gets most people into trouble. Fourthly, if you noticed, I didn't actually trade very much. I'm a very boring person. I just invest in something and I kind of forget about it for a few months. And that's actually super, super important. It is important for two reasons. Firstly, it saves you a lot on brokerage fees. In this period, I actually made something like 22 trades and my brokerage fees will add up to roughly around 44 pounds. Now, if I had made a lot more trades, then you can imagine that that brokerage fee would have added up into the hundreds. And of course, that chips into your returns. The second thing that trading often defeats the purpose of is your investment thesis, right? Let your thesis play out. Give yourself a bit of a margin and give yourself rules like as soon as it drops to 30, I'm going to cut losses. As soon as it gets to 50 or 60, I'm going to check in to make sure I, don't, I shouldn't actually be taking the profits at this point. Set yourself those rules, but then let your investment thesis play out. Don't be trigger friendly. So this is the one you've been all waiting for, right? This is where you find out what my current portfolio looks like. And here it is. As you can see, I've got IdeaGen still going strong. Hotel Chocolat is still going strong. I, you know, I said to you guys, look, Hotel Chocolat, it doesn't reflect this in the total profit and loss here because I've sold about half of it, uh, but it's made me over a thousand pounds and I like that and I'm just gonna stick with it. IdeaGen, I'm probably just gonna stick with that. With Central Asia Metals and Savannah Resources, I think I will probably revisit that and maybe I'll take that out and think about better places to deploy that money that has the more potential of growing quicker uh, sooner. So don't read too much into the way that it looks right now. There will be some adjustments that I'll probably be making over the next month or so. So there we have it folks. That's a story of how I beat the stock market by 27% year on year for four years. If you'd like to hear us talk about more on the stock market and our investment strategies, then please do let us know in the comments below. And if you have any questions about what we've covered today, then please also comment below and we can pick that up either in the comments or we might do another video about it as well. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum. If you got this far, you must have enjoyed the podcast, which means you'll definitely love our other episodes and other content we produce as well, inshallah. Be sure to check out the website, islamicfinanceguru.com, as well as our YouTube channel and social media. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.